good afternoon, or evening, or even potentially morning, depending on when you're listening. I'm Donovan Menard, and today we're going to talk about a fella named Eugene V. Debs. He's a very, very important figure in history, but I think he's often overlooked. I don't think he gets the appreciation he deserves. He's a probably one of the most prominent socialists of the 1900s in the United States of America. So, uh, you know, without uh, much further ado, let's just jump right down into the business. Let's get ourselves knee-deep in some Eugene V. Debs, shall we? So, Eugene Debs, he lived from the late 1800s into the early 1900s. And uh, he was uh, the founder of the American Railway Union, one of the first industrial unions in the country. He also was one of the founders of Industrial Workers of the World, the International Labor Union, which I'm sure you've heard of at some point. They have a pretty cool logo, you know? Uh, Debs also ran for president five times from 1900 to 1920. And uh, one of those times he ran from pr for president was from prison. This fella got himself thrown in jail multiple times. I mean, you know, you're not you're not really a, an important figure for social change if you haven't been to jail a couple times. So Eugene does not disappoint in that department. He was initially part of the Democratic Party, but he went on to be a founder of the Socialist Party of America, and that's the party in which he ran for president. Now, I want to talk about two significant events in the life of Eugene Debs, and the first one is the Pullman Strike, which occurred in 1894. Um, so... There was, a, there was an economic recession going on at the time, and the Pullman Palace Car Company, owned by industrialist George Pullman, cut wages for their workers, but did not reduce rent at the workers' company housing. Um, and also, for some background information, many of the workers for the Pullman Company were housed in the town of Pullman, Chicago. Um, so... It was uh, apparently not a very nice place to live. There was a lot of oppression and uh, not a lot of democracy for these workers. They were basically living in just a company town. Uh, and the wage reduction, as well as the layoff of workers, the excessive living costs in Pullman, and uh, just the conditions in the town where the company controlled workers and didn't allow them by their own houses, all those factors led to the workers to decide to strike, and Eugene Debs signed many of these disgruntled workers onto the ARU, the American Railroad, sorry, American Railway Union, I believe is what it's called. Um, the Pullman Company refused to recognize the ARU or negotiate with the workers, so the ARU called a strike. And on top of that, to really hit them where it hurts, Debs had the ARU call a 
massive boycott against the Pullman Company in which Union strikers sabotaged any train with a Pullman car. So this led to the shutdown of a pretty significant amount of freight traffic in the Midwest. And uh, riots eventually broke out, and Grover Cleveland had to send the army to stop the strike. And uh, this whole situation got Debs a six-month prison sentence. So, uh, yeah, that's the Pullman strike. It, uh, I mean, it really shows you that the government will use police and military to violently suppress workers' resistance to capitalist exploitation. You know, that's, uh, that kind of thing. It's not, uh, not, not above what the government would do. Now, let's move on to some real juicy business. Let's talk about Eugene Debs's speech in Canton, Ohio, in 1918. Uh, so, if you know anything about 1918, you'd know that, uh, the Great War, or as we call it now, World War One, was in full swing. There was a lot of, a lot of people fighting in Europe, a lot of people dying, and, uh, Woodrow Wilson, the president who had previously wanted to keep the U.S., you know, neutral and pacifist, had decided to send U.S. soldiers into the war. Um, so that's, that's very, it's very stinky, you know? It's, it, it's poopy and stinky and just overall stupid. Uh, and Eugene Debs, he, he was very well aware of this. So he had this big old speech. I mean, in terms of what he said in the speech, it was pretty run-of-the-mill Debs stuff. But I think it, it has a lot of relevance to war in general. And I'm going to read you a little, a little, a little excerpt from the speech. All right, here we go. So what Debs says... On the topic of, you know, using the idea of patriotism to get, uh, you know, American support for the war. He says, Every solitary one of these aristocratic conspirators and would-be murderers claims to be an arch-patriot. Every one of them insists that the war is being waged to make the world safe for democracy. What humbug! What rot! What false pretense! Really love the uh, word choice there, you know? He's a, you know, very 1918. Um, and if we move on, skip a little bit forward in the speech, he says, Wars throughout history have been waged for conquest and plunder. The master class has always declared the wars. The subject class has always fought the battles. The master class has had all to gain and nothing to lose while the subject class has had nothing to gain and all to lose, especially their lives. They have always taught and trained you to believe it to be your patriotic duty to go to war and to have yourselves slaughtered at their command. But in all the history of the world, you, the people, have never had a voice in declaring war, and, strange as it certainly appears, no war by any nation in any age has ever been declared by the people. So, one of the reasons that speech is so important is that it got 
Debs sent to jail again, and this time it was a 10-year prison sentence. Um, yeah, I mean, Woodrow, I guess, was not very happy with Debs, um, which makes sense. I mean, there was a lot of beef between those two fellas with Woodrow Wilson being a person who liked to persecute workers' unions. Um, so Debs did go to jail, um, and Woodrow did not pardon him, but the next president, Harding, commuted his sentence, uh, in 1921. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the reason he was arrested and sent to jail, uh, was for intending to cause an insight, sub insubordination, disloyalty, mutiny, and refusal of duty in the military, as well as for trying to obstruct the recruiting and enlistment services of the United States. So, you know, it's pretty wacky to think that in this country that places so much value on freedom of speech, a uh, person was sent right to jail for publicly speaking out against the war. Um, and I think a lot of what Eugene said in that speech retains a lot of relevance. I mean, one way that I suppose we've improved is that uh, we don't have people getting drafted these days. But we are still doing a whole lot of, uh, a lot of pointless war in the Middle East these days. And it's really expensive, too. Recently, we had a $740 billion military budget approved by Congress. And, uh, it's pretty wacky when you think about how, you know, Congress is almost always willing to pass a ridiculous bloated budget for the military, but it, it, it's hard for them to get, like, more than 1200 bucks to send to each, uh, you know, unemployed person during a pandemic. Or not necessarily just for unemployed people, but, you know, all they gotta do is pay us a little bit to stay home, right, in the crisis that we're in now. But I think what's become clear today is that the U.S. government's priorities are clearly to gain or maintain control of foreign nations and their resources rather than to improve the standard of living for the people living in the country of the United States. Um, and you might be thinking, someone who talks a lot about that is our boy Bernie Sanders, right? We all, we all love, we all love Bernard. He's a real cutie, and uh, he, it, it certainly seems that he has cited Debs as a pretty major influence. He also uh, helped create a 30-minute documentary about Debs a while back. Um, so, Debs had a lot of influence over Bernie. Anyway, I mean, I, I think uh, Eugene Debs looks a lot like Christopher Lloyd. So I just think it'd be cool if, like, they made a movie about him where he was played by Christopher Lloyd. However, that seems unlikely to happen because, you know, with the film industry being an industry, it has to be somewhat guided by capitalist interests. So we wouldn't probably have a biopic about an explicitly socialist leader anytime soon. Doesn't happen a lot. But... 
I mean, that's kind of a topic I think I might want to talk about in a future podcast, about, like, what types of left-wing messages can get under the radar in, you know, mainstream media. So, overall, I think we've learned that Eugene V. Debs was a very brave man, and uh, he did a lot for unions and for workers, uh, and, you know, for socialism in America. Um, And what you can also learn from how the government uh, responded to what Debs did is that America is not exactly as free as certain people would have you believe it is, you know? I mean, when people say you can do whatever you want, they really mean, like, you can go to a store and pick from a wide variety of products, but they don't really mean, you know, you can organize resistance against exploitation or publicly speak out against a war. I mean, obviously, uh, today government would try to be a lot more covert in their suppression of left-wing movements. But, you know, a lot of what Debs said still has a lot of relevance over a hundred years later. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Stay safe out there. Keep it spicy.